Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast. I am Avishai L, Certified Holistic Health Coach, Certified Raw Food Educator, and Lifestyle Expert. I have worked with clients all over throughout my years of health coaching. I have helped people lose weight without dieting, reverse disease, and find their paths in life. I now work with women all over, gain their energy back, get rid of their stress, drop those pounds through nutrition without sacrificing their food favorites and their authenticity. There's a few things you should know about me. I am blunt as fuck. I don't adhere to societal norms. I don't have a rigid corporate mindset. And well, I don't give a fuck. You shouldn't give a fuck either. I'm not a vanilla daisy with a side of fluff. And this is the most unfiltered holistic health and wellness podcast. I will be interviewing top holistic health and wellness experts, spiritual healers, and discussing all health and wellness topics. I mean, I could sit here and talk about broccoli and its antioxidants and how it is a cruciferous vegetable or cinnamon and how its chemical constituent cinnamaldehyde has an effect on metabolism, but we are taking it a step further. You are going to be immersed in all things health, the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual aspects, your relationships, personal, interpersonal, and interdependent. We are going to completely overhaul your life for the better. Each week, we are pushing the envelope of what normal is. This is a judgment-free zone. Vanilla daisies and fluff muffins be gone. Grab your nutrient-dense donuts, your pizza with cheese, made from nutritional yeast and other goodness and a green juice because it's going to be just that juicy make sure you're subscribed to the avian filtered podcast leave a review and share this with anyone who could benefit today's episode is called narcissism and codependency we're going to be talking about narcissists empathic people as well as codependent relationships and how you can start to have more of an interdependent and independent relationship with yourself and with other people. So I wanted to start off with narcissism because many people have asked me what is a narcissist. Um, I have heard stories about people in narcissistic relationships, people who have been exposed to narcissists. I have been exposed to narcissists myself. And if you're really not prepared, (laughs) I know you're probably like, whoa, what kind of people are these people? If you're really not prepared for these people, they can easily twist things around, manipulate you and make you feel like shit. So I want to clarify what a narcissist is so you can avoid these people. So narcissist, if you just want to put a label on it or a definition on it, a narcissistic person believes that they are above everybody else. They are chosen and that you are just a little kind of like a play toy to them. They project a lot onto people. They project a lot of their insecurities onto people. 
and they just drain the fuck out of you. They're like energy vampires. They don't boost you up. They constantly need your approval. Now, I used to look at narcissism and think, oh, you know, it's just that's just the word. You're just kind of full of yourself. You have a huge ego. And I mean, in that case, everyone would be a narcissist, right? But as I researched it, as I studied it, as I've experienced it myself, there are actually two types of narcissists. The first type of narcissist is the vulnerable narcissist. So the vulnerable narcissist is a narcissist who has low self-esteem, who feels that they need to uh, compete. So they have low self-esteem in their physical appearance. They like to compete with others. They have low self-esteem in their academic competence. They need others' approval. They need everybody's approval. So that's a vulnerable narcissist, okay? And then you have the grandiose narcissist, which needs approval and competition, but they don't need everyone's approval because they already approve themselves they think they're the shit so you're probably like well that kind of sounds you probably think in the vulnerable narcissist sounds pitiful right so you kind of feel bad for them and then you're probably like the grandiose narcissist kind of sounds like half of the fucking population right so this is why people don't recognize these things, okay? So let's put it in context because as I researched this and as I've been exposed to it, it was like, well, that kind of sounds normal to have, you know, like low self-esteem. You know, there's a lot of people with low self-esteem. But if you put it in context and put it in a situation, I'm not laughing to laugh at people. I'm laughing because this is a real thing. Like there are really people like this. And you're probably, like I said, thinking, oh, well, there's a lot of people like that. Mm -mm." If you put a vulnerable, let's just look at the vulnerable narcissist, okay? If a vulnerable narcissist, someone who is susceptible to all things that give them low self-esteem, okay, everything gives them low self-esteem. Imagine being a friend with that person or being in a relationship with that person. So let's just imagine that. A lot of times when you get into a relationship with someone who is a vulnerable narcissist, they end up projecting. Now, a vulnerable narcissist, they recognize their mirror, okay? They recognize, they recognize that you're also vulnerable, So what they do is they end up projecting onto you all of their insecurities to make themselves feel better. So for instance, they say you cooked something. I don't know. Maybe you made waffles or pancakes or some shit and you thought you made them the best. But they're not good at making waffles and pancakes. They know internally that they feel like shit about everything about themselves, but they know you don't know that. So they're going to tell you, your pancakes and waffles taste like shit. You're not good at anything. You should never be in the kitchen. And you're going to be like, you're going to start feeling like you can't do shit because you got a person that's putting you down, everything you do down. So like I said, I'll reiterate, they're, they have low self-esteem when it comes to pretty much everything, physical appearance, competition. So say you look the best. Say you look fucking hot, like you look amazing. 
this person doesn't like their parents, they're going to project that onto you and tell you, you need to lose weight or you need to fix your hair. You know, why'd you cut it that way? Or, you know, you need to, you know, maybe want to go to the gym because you're looking a little out of shape. You know, I look better than you. They'll start boosting themselves up and putting you down because they recognize the same vulnerability in you that's in them. And you'll start to think that everything is wrong with you. And this is why a bunch of people end up in therapy. Okay, so that's the vulnerable narcissist. The grandiose narcissist wants you to boost them up fucking constantly. They constantly want you to boost them up because they know they're the or they think they're the shit. So they don't have low self-esteem in the other areas. They think they're perfect in other areas. So if you get with someone like that, they're going to expect you to be on their same level. And nothing's wrong with being on the same level as a person. But it gets unhealthy with a narcissist because a narcissist will never think you're on their level. I'll say that again. A narcissist will never think you are on their level. (laughs) That's crazy, right? This is why people have to be in therapy about this. I've spoken about like a past... Um, I've actually encountered this with friends too. Like people, I've encountered grandiose narcissists where someone actually had put down my artwork and I love my abstract artwork. It's not for everybody. It's abstract. A lot of people don't like abstract. A lot of people don't understand, uh, what a line does, you know, on a picture in space, you know, how it really creates you know a good interior design aesthetic some people don't have that eye some people like caricatures and like you know different things and that's fine but there was this so-called friend who thought who wasn't great at everything that they did so put my artwork down and then when I kind of went off on them flipped it back around on me and thought I was being disrespectful There comes the gaslighting and the manipulation. Now you're looked at as crazy. So I don't ever speak to that person and I never fucking will ever. They're done forever because they need help and they don't. That's the thing. They don't know that they need help. They don't get it. They think that their behavior is completely normal. I've encountered this with like many different people and I was just left with my mouth open. I'm like. You really don't feel bad. Another scenario is like when you're when you're ill or when you're sick and you expect people to give a fuck and they're just like, what about me? That's a narcissist. <laughs> That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. I don't get it. I don't deal with those people. I think you need to go seek therapy. You need help and fuck you. Like seriously, if you're dealing with that right now, run fucking fast. Some signs... Because I've also encountered that too. Someone was joking, I put in quotes, and they were speaking to me and they were like, oh, you got, you know, you have something on your face. And I'm like, what's on my face? They didn't like that I was wearing makeup. I'm like, fuck you. Makeup is art. And I wear makeup because I like it on my face and nothing's wrong with my face. I just love makeup. Why does anything have to be wrong with that? Because they didn't want me wearing makeup, then they wanted my hair a certain way. I was like, gotta go. Gotta go, fuck you. This is like a while ago. People are 
crazy. And they see nothing wrong with it. They see nothing wrong with it at all. So that's when it becomes a problem. Because you start to think, oh, maybe something is wrong with my face. And they start to really pick out all of their insecurities onto you. And I did, I didn't say that wrong. I meant to say it that way. They pick out their insecurities onto you. So they start projecting. They start projecting. They want to ultimately control your every being. Now, possession is fine. That's kind of cutesy, like I said in other episodes of being a little bit jealous. Like I said, I'd be worried if no one was. By the way, I'm not in any relationship. So I'm just talking from like past experiences with friends and with people who maybe have wanted to be but did not succeed and I was not ever interested in. Um, but yeah, that's that's what that's what happens with <laughs> with narcissism. Like I've said in past episodes, like people picking out things that they have wrong with them like the person who was talking about my stomach his stomach was sticking out and I'm like okay so that's just what happens and you start to think like you're ugly or you need you have work to do or it's it's they have a level that you'll never reach they don't want you to reach it because they have low self-esteem so they end up just draining the fuck out of you they want your approval constantly it's all about them what they've been through them 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 You'll never get anything out of them. They don't love you. They want your approval. Run fucking fast. Run. (laughs) Please run fucking fast. A lot of times, I know a lot of people talk about this. They say the empath and the narcissist relationship. And the reason being, if you're not a, if you're not a higher vibrating empath, meaning When you have not healed your solar plexus, your sacral chakras and your root chakras, I've been there, okay? When you have not healed those chakras, what happens is you'll look at the vulnerable, we'll take the vulnerable narcissist who has a low self-esteem and you'll start to feel bad for them. Because to you, they just seem like someone who needs more caring and needs more help and oh, poor baby, like, kind of shit right what happens is they you're almost like mirrors but not in a good way there's good mirrors and then there's the mirrors that show you where you need to heal and then you end up with your unhealed trauma the empath narcissist relationship is an unhealed trauma relationship okay a healed relationship is when you're both empathic and understanding with each other and maybe someone's not as emotional maybe you're emotional maybe you maybe you balance each other out however the person who is empathic and they they may have low self-esteem they may be giving too much and not taking they are going to be attracted to someone who wants to take because they are not used to receiving you see how this works So I feel bad for people who are very compassionate and very kind and very empathic and they think that the person who they're with is going to give that back to them and they're trying to heal this person. You cannot heal someone who doesn't think they even need it. 
I'll say that again. You cannot heal someone who doesn't think they even need it. Okay? Some people think they are fine. It's okay to think you're the shit. It's okay to have confidence. It's okay to even be a little cocky. But when you have no compassion for others, when you're not giving to others, when you don't have love for others, when you're constantly needing that admiration, it's good to have some admiration. Everybody needs that boost, you know, from time to time, that self-actualization piece, whatever. However, narcissists need it all the time because they don't think they have anything to work on. They are messed up in the head. I don't know if they can be healed. I've been exposed to them and fuck them. And I know everybody's not a narcissist, but there are a lot of people out there. And if you are one or if you are borderline narcissist, stop projecting your shit because you go seek help. What happens is when you're not self-aware, you become the laughing stock, okay? You become the laughing stock when you're not fucking self-aware. Because what you end up doing is spewing out all your fucking insecurities and make trying to make other people look like shit when you look like an unhealed person who needs help. So stop projecting, okay? I was exposed to that a couple times even, and it's not just men. Trust me, this is not gender specific. It's women too. I put myself in certain positions where... I was getting mentorship or mentored by a a few women and they were attempting because of jealousy and insecurities and because they weren't as talented or had many talents or beauty or any of that, they attempted to um, kind of poke fun at what I was doing because I was not... um, educated in the area where I was seeking help from them so because of that it was like they were also trying to put down what I was doing meanwhile they weren't into health or fitness but they tried to place a level where I had to reach that they there was no level to reach they just wanted to put me down because I was too good at what I was doing Um, and they didn't like it. So if I allowed them to do that, I'd probably have low self-esteem. However, I took myself out of that, cussed those people the fuck out, and they didn't say shit because they know not to say shit. And I left because you know what? You got to put people in their place, man. Don't ever let somebody put you the fuck down. You have to know who you are at all fucking times. People will try you and people will look stupid after. Because you know what? People think that they're really putting you on the fucking spot. They're putting their insecurities on the fucking spot. Like, hello, you weak bitch. There's a lot of weak, low vibrating bitches who are not in touch with their spirit or pineal gland. And I'm time enough for your dumb asses. Anyways... You think I'm getting like this on here? Try it in person because it was, it was, okay? I don't play with anybody. You respect me at all times. I'm very respectful to people, but I better fucking get it in return or you'll see another fucking side. Light and dark. Archangel Michael, okay? Both sides, light and dark. 
So that's what I wanted to say in terms of narcissism and empathic and narcissism relationships. Make sure that you are saying those positive information, informations, affirmation, well, sending positive information to yourself, saying who you are, knowing who you are, and knowing that if you do have a talent, if you are gifted, do what you love and get better. Fuck everybody else's opinions because if they're hyper-focused on you, you've made it. I'll say that again. If you're, they're hyper-fucking-focused on you, you fucking made it, okay? You're the shit because they're threatened. They're threatened. You're supposedly busy and have all these, you know, funds, some of these people who are so hyper-focused, yet you want to talk shit about people. Leave people the fuck alone because it will be a problem, okay? It can be a problem. You got to be careful who you say shit to. And if you're one of those people, karma's a bitch, okay? So make sure that you stay in your universe. Everybody is an illusion of what is happening internally. Some are here to test you. Some are here to try to bring you down to their level. They're already beneath you. Fuck them harder than a steel dick, okay? Fuck them harder than a steel dick. Do what you have to do. Do what you love. Live your life. It doesn't matter. There are a lot of narcissistic people out there that set the bar. What bar? My ancestors created a bunch of shit. All of the all of this civilization you're on. So ain't no bar for me to fucking reach. You reach my fucking bar, okay? I hate when people think that they go to school and... You mean the school that was passed down from like ancient times? You mean that school? You mean the um the replica of what we taught you? Don't get me fucking started. Anyways, you guys know my rants on here. <laughs> I'm just trying to encourage you to stand in your power at all times. People are crazy and let them get their karma. Don't stoop down to their level. Don't at all. Do not get into a relationship with a narcissist. It's not worth it. They will charm the fuck out of you, but you better red, you better see them red flags. Not everybody is a narcissist though. Okay? I don't hate all men. I don't hate all women. I hate some of them. <laughs> I hope those tips were helpful. Definitely do some um, sacral chakra meditation, some root chakra meditation, and some solar plexus meditation. Make sure it's at a high frequency, okay? Um, And just, you don't have to do it laying down or kneeling. You could run with it. You could just let it come on. Sometimes I'll be listening to other music and this meditation music will just come on out of nowhere and I'll be like, oh, guess I'm listening to this now. Okay, just to balance yourself out. Um, See what crystals you can use. You know, I'm getting citrine. I'm getting citrine. And I'm also getting, what other one is that? I'm getting citrine for now. I'm also getting orange quartz and orange amethyst. Okay, they look edible and yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. You can always utilize those. You don't have to have like, you know, confidence troubles or low self-esteem to wear those, you know, just wear them because they're beautiful and they keep you in balance. 
stay in balance. That scripture comes up to me. And like I said, I'm not religious. I read all books because some of these books have my history and some of these, all books can be useful. You know, I don't see it as a a churchy thing or a cult-like thing, but I think of that scripture putting on the whole armor, armor, armor. Oh my God, my accent. <laughs> putting on the whole armor <laughs> has to do with the chakras and your energy centers and staying in balance. If you go back to the Old Testament, it talks about, I want to say Aaron. Aaron had on the, the crystals for his armor in Exodus, I want to say. If I'm wrong, let me know. Let me know. I know someone was wearing crystals around their body. You have to put on the whole armor of God, it says in the Bible. I say creator, okay, at all times. At all times. Get it through your head. Get it in your head. Get it in your heart. Get it in your gut and get it in your brain. So moving on to interdependent relationships and codependent relationships. So lately I've been seeing and hearing a lot of codependent relationships happening. And many people don't even know that they're doing it. Um, you know, I think when people are in a friendship or when they're in a relationship that they don't necessarily have to uh, do everything together or do everything the same or do what whatever like each other. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, if you want to go to the beach one day, I mean, obviously you're a couple. I mean, you should love to be around each other, but it shouldn't stop you from going if they didn't want to go. That's what I'm saying. Like, for instance, say they didn't want to go to the beach and you're like, OK, well, I'm not going. You should still go to the beach because that creates an interdependent relationship. OK, that's the best relationship to have. Um, that's when you independently function together, which makes it interdependent. For instance, we as people have an interdependent relationship with plants because we need plants and plants need us, but we don't function the same. You know, like I'm, I don't grow like a romaine lettuce. <laughs> I don't grow that way in that form. Uh, the romaine lettuce needs to be watered. We as people need to be watered too. However, we don't take the romaine lettuce and say, you know, you didn't water me today. Why didn't you do that? Like we don't get mad at it. We eat it. It nourishes us and then we nourish it. So same with people, you know, you can nourish each other. You don't always have to do the same exact thing. Some people might like doing kayaking and the other person may like doing jump rope. So are you not going to jump rope because the other person likes kayaking? So that's what I mean by a codependent relationship. So you want to start creating an interdependent relationship where you both need each other. Um, in, in addition to your wholeness, so you're whole within yourself, but you want that person around because they give you an added boost. But, but prior to them coming or prior to you coming, you both had your own things. Like for instance, I'm sure whoever I end up with is not going to like their nails painted black. <laughs> And they're not going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to paint my nails black too. You know, 
everybody's not going to do the same thing, but that doesn't mean you stop doing it because that person stops. Another thing that I noticed with people in terms of people who have wanted to be clients, but maybe what stopped them, which I hear a lot, is they have to talk to their husbands. And that creates a codependent relationship because my thing is, if you want to do something for your health or you want to do something healthy for yourself, then there should be no permission that needs to be asked um, because that's for you. So you want to create an environment where it's an interdependent relationship where you have a mutual understanding that both of you are going to do what's best for your health and that whatever is best for your health is of the utmost importance and neither one needs permission because no one is subordinate to the other. You're both um, beings of the light, your oneness, you're one with each other, you're at peace with each other and you just exchange that frequency and vibrate higher and you put out that vibration into the universe. So actually a way to you know, speak to your husband if you are having that kind of difficulty is saying, you know, I'm really taking my health seriously. I want to be around for I want to be around for as long as possible so we can continue to enjoy life together. And this is just a drop in the bucket for my health. I really don't want to be put in the hospital to have triple bypass surgery or gastric bypass surgery, or I don't want to keep paying all of these medical bills. Let me make a small investment in my health. So that would be the conversation to have with your husband. That's part of it. And um, husband or wife, whoever has to ask who. I work with mostly women, so that would be my thing if you have that you know, kind of issue. But that would be the definition for codependency when you're codependent on that person. You know, you, you're tied to that person because of something. You know, when you really should be interdependent, that's where the enjoyment comes in. There's no one who has control over you. It's all about having a mutual respect and understanding that I'm not going to hurt you. You're not going to hurt me. We're going to do this life together, but we do have different things that we like doing, you know, and if you're similar, then that's cool too, but still you don't have to always do the same thing at the same time together. Like one person has to go to the bathroom, but the other person doesn't go. Are you not going to go to the bathroom? If you have to, go to the bathroom, you're going to go to the bathroom. So that's what I mean by those kind of relationships. Some people stay with people for their approval. They feel as if this person is not around, then they can't validate themselves. So that's, you know, borderline that narcissistic relationship, needing constant approval, constant adoration, rather than saying, I'm whole within myself. This person's whole within themselves. And some days you're going to struggle. Some days you're going to have to boost the other person up, but not like all the time. Everybody just needs that validation. You know, that's, that's an unhealed relationship because you're not dealing with your childhood issues you're not healing your inner child you're not vibrating high enough you're with each other for a purpose that is not 
ordained at all. You're with each other for a purpose that is, it's not, it's, what's the word for it? It's not the right purpose. It's just not. And that happens with a lot of people. A lot of people are miserable in relationships for, for many years because they feel like, they feel like that's all they know. And they try really hard to fix things and it's they just left miserable it's like hello the universe if your body is meant to be in homeostasis why would you be called to be in a relationship with someone who is causing you imbalance you know I know people have trouble no relationship is perfect but for like years of drama it's uncalled for so like I said you want to create independence within yourself no emotional attachment to anything you want to have a connection when you're attached imagine like I said imagine your foot attached to your liver you're not going to function right that's what happens it becomes energy vampirus there's another one of my words (laughs) it becomes energy vampirus when someone's attached you have to be connected meaning no matter where you go Wherever you are, there's a connection. You're not attached. Attached, that creates um, emotional disturbance and imbalance. You want to feel balanced at all times. That's where the healing comes in. That's where the trust comes in. That's where all of that good stuff comes in. There should only be goodness. It's not even necessary to yell. It's really not. I mean, obviously, no one's perfect. You're going to have days where you yell, but it's not a necessity. It's funny, I'm going to say say this. It's funny, um, there was a meme where these spiritual people were arguing and it was something like, your inner child is unhealed or something like that. <laughs> or I don't like when you talk to me in a certain frequency. I might have just actually made that up. Maybe I should make that as a meme. No, 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 I saw it in a skit. It was like a spiritual skit. It was a spiritual guy. That's something I would say. Talk to me in 639 hertz. Talk to me in 528 hertz. You could get your point across without yelling and fighting and arguing. Like I said, obviously, obviously, (laughs) A-V-I, people are going to do that sometimes. Sometimes you have a bad day. Sometimes we're not super spiritual. Sometimes we're not super spiritual and that that happens. You just meet people where they're at as long as they're not toxic and you just create an interdependent relationship. So I hope this was super helpful. I'm going to leave some resources down below for you to support this. Make sure you grab some Avian filtered notebooks and join my webinar this Friday, May 29th at 3.30 p.m. EST. It's going to be amazing. I have people coming from Uganda, United Kingdom, and all over, all over the world. It's amazing. It's uh, professional and entrepreneurial women who want to get rid of their stress, drop those pounds, and transform their life. I'm going to show them a six-step method, which has to do with holistic methods and life coaching methods. And I can't wait to do that. I'm not one of those coaches, even though meal plans and workouts are amazing. That's the basic foundation in my program. It's a, it is a six-step program. It's, it's or 
or method. It's a six step method where it completely transforms people's lives. So I definitely want you to come this Friday, May 29th at 3.30. It's completely free because I realized that what is putting the weight on you is actually the root of the problem. The problem is not the weight. The problem is what got you there. So we uncover that and I give you incredible, incredible methods and strategic processes to help with that. So I hope to see you there and have an unfiltered day and see you next week.